and welcome back to A Pagan Heart in Maine. I thought I'd do something a little different today. I always get very nostalgic around this time of year, thinking about Yuletide and Christmas's past, and just wallowing in the magic of the season. I find it interesting that with each year, that Yule means something different and something more. So I thought it would be neat to ask what some of your favorite memories are. So a couple weeks ago, I sent out a message to all my Facebook, MySpace, and Pagan Space friends, and to several of the Yahoo groups I belong to. And that's what today's show is going to be about. To start us out today, we bid the Holly King farewell with Spiral Dance and the Holly Lord. Into the darkness of winter we go As the wheel of the season spins And on this night so ween When our fires are burning bright We'll call the Holy Lord To begin our pagan rite We'll come with sprigs of elder And we'll come with the leaves of you As we step out of the old and dance into the new On the hills the light the bonfires To burn upon the sacred ground Shadows dance across the flames To the witch bell sound Spirits call with haunted voices From the other side And it's into the darkness and out of the light as the earth turns with the tide And on this night so ween When our fires are burning bright We'll call the Holy Lord To begin our pagan rite We'll come with sprigs of elder And we'll come with the leaves of you As we step out of the old And dance into the new To make the future clear 
beneath the moon I'll be held a tree and by the embers glowing red They'll pass into the summer land Until the winter's fled And all this night, Celine When our fires are burning bright We'll call the Holy Lord To begin our pagan rite We'll come with sprigs of elder And we'll come with the leaves of you As we step out of the old and dance into the new Longest Night by Coyote Walking Tree. It is the longest night, the longest night, and I'm sure I should be feeling dread. Darkness surrounds me. Light teases me from the edges of the trees. The sun spins a hollow crescent, never touching the center of the sky bowl. Animals I love to watch are hibernating and the water that I dance with has stopped flowing, frozen into crystalline works of art. It is the longest night, the longest night. I'm inside with my footy jammies on, wrapped in a winter warm fleece. The air smells of cinnamon and spruce in anticipation. My children tried again, but couldn't make it. So I am alone in the living room, watching the candle burn. And it doesn't seem far-fetched to believe, in the silent stillness of the pre-dawn gray, that I am what stands between the seasons, that I am who guards and watches the veil, that my light is a star for someone else, watching, watching, and guarding on the longest night the longest night. The questions I asked for the show was, what's your favorite memory of the season? And what was your favorite gift? So on to the letters. Jonathan wrote, My favorite memory was last year when my two-year-old son woke up early and started opening all the presents under the tree. My wife, upon hearing the strange noises in the living room, jumped out of bed and was able to rewrap everyone's gifts to save Christmas all for all. My favorite gift was when I was seven, and I had just got a huge amount of Star Wars toys, which I loved. But then that day, my dad did a pastel drawing of Darth Vader, with Luke Skywalker in the foreground. I loved that so much, and that was the day I decided to become an artist. And I still continue to draw and paint to this day. Tim wrote, 
My favorite memory is when my son, my girlfriend, and I celebrated Christmas together with my family. Everyone knew what our religion was, and in a family of Catholics, but we celebrated as a family all the same, just happy we had come, exchanged gifts, and shared in the joy of the seasons. Even though we all had different ways of relating to each other and the divine, the love in the divine there was undeniable. My favorite gift I received was a desktop PC in 2004, which has since been gutted for parts so I could give them to Dad so his older computer could work. It was a gift that kept on giving, on through viruses and countless texts and essays, and helped connect me to other pagans. My favorite gift I gave is probably from this year, because the gift is a mystic fire necklace I'm getting my girlfriend. She looked at it for a while now, and I'm excited to get it for her. Tim also shared a poem. In peace and love we sit, in joy and hope we fit, like puzzle pieces, all life's creases, together find our bliss. Scarlet wrote, I always have trouble picking favorites, I just love them all, and there are too many. I always think of another one right after I try to say what my favorite is. So I'll just go with the most recent. Last year, my mother, father, husband, and I drove out to the lakefront in some of the lowest temperatures of the season, about an hour before light, when the astrological solstice occurred. We jumped out of the car, huddled together with the wind whipping our blankets we brought, said a few prayers, sang a song, then jumped back into the warm car to watch as nothing happened in the sky during the astrological solstice. Then we went home and watched the solstice sunrise through the dining room window. I was more moved then than I had ever been at a solstice sunrise before. I cried. Maybe it was because I had very recently and very vividly experienced the cold and dark of the solstice night that the sunrise meant so much more to me that year. Cheryl from New Hampshire writes, My favorite memory of Christmas Yule. There are a few that jump in my head. One was when I was a kid, probably about seven or eight, and I got up in the middle of the night, put the lights on on a tree, managed to sit under it, and watch the snow falling outside the picture window. The second is from when I was a kid. My dad used to drive a truck, and we never knew when he'd be home from work. I remember being so excited on Christmas Eve, because Christmas Day was for visiting moms and dad's families, that my brothers and I were already bathed and in our pajamas, waiting excitedly with my brothers begging mom for, for dad to get home. And of course, there was nothing she could do to hurry him along. I remember when he finally walked in, me and my brothers were so excited we could finally open our gifts. Fast forward about 35 years to the year that my daughter put reindeer food outside, and when she woke on Christmas Day, it was scattered and some was gone. I'm guessing the squirrels had a nice meal that night, but all she knew was that the reindeer were fed and that there were gifts under the tree. My favorite gift I'm not sure if this classifies as a gift or memory, but my younger brother would always put elaborate descriptions of himself on the gift tags like, to nephew from the most wonderful, handsome, coolest uncle in the world, sometimes to the point that he needed a second tag to finish it off. Mark wrote, family sitting in a decorated house full of Swedish tumtas and horses and just enjoying the radiance while listening to Christmas carols play and watching our yuletide tree in a blaze of warm light. My favorite gifts were watching family and friends open gifts I had made specifically for them, especially my mom and her angels. Shannon in Maryland wrote, Yule has been the same for me every year for as long as I can remember. Stress that begins in early October, busy with the harvest of the year and knocking door to door to collect candy. 
More stress as we try to stretch the funds for as far as we can as we invite as many people as need a place for the Thanksgiving holiday. And I'm truly thankful that despite our small house, we get to spend it surrounded by so many people. The stress hits the meter just after when I realize that a little bit of money we have saved for presents will not go as far as we thought. But eventually I find a present for everyone. It may not cost much, but real thought goes into it, and it's the thought that counts most. My stress settles into a gentle calm, knowing that no one will be disappointed. I am blessed with three wonderful children, and every year is a dear memory. But the best would probably be the birth of my daughter. My aunt had to get together the Sunday before Christmas every year. I was very pregnant, but not due to deliver until the 30th. On our way home, the roads were icy, and we slid off the road. Nothing bad. Quentin, as an only child at the time, thought it was mostly an adventure. After sitting in a cop car, waiting for the tow truck, getting pulled out and sliding home, we slept peacefully. Looking back, I should have gone to the hospital to check on the bundle within, but angels were watching over us. The morning found me in the earliest signs of labor. Alexandra, Xandra for short, is now a fiery redhead with a personality all her own and was born on December 20th, a full 10 days early, but it never slowed her down. The best blessings come in threes, and my children are a blessing every day, in every way, every day of the year. Katrina writes, I was reading Facebook and figured I'd answer your question about favorite holiday memories. My grandmother, Vesta, was my whole world as a child. I was incredibly close to her, and every year she made these candy countdown to Christmas ribbons. They had this poem on them. From December 15th to Christmas is the longest time of the year. It seems as though old Santa never will appear. How many days till Christmas is mighty hard to count, but this little candy ribbon can tell you the exact amount. Have a candy every night when the Sandman casts his spell, and Christmas Eve will be here by the time you reach the bell. And along the ribbon were ten Hershey kisses. When I was about seven or eight, she discovered that I really liked dark chocolate, so from then on she started making mine with dark chocolate mini Milky Way bars. Every year I look forward to those chocolates. My grandmother passed away a few years ago, and since then I have taken on the role of making these each year for all the kids in the family. They all look forward to them as much as I did. It is wonderful to see their faces and remember how I felt each year when my grandmother handed me mine. I don't remember many of the gifts I received on Christmas as a child, but I remember those candy ribbons and I remember watching my grandmother sit with a hot glue gun for hours, putting them together for us. Fire Mage writes, What's your favorite memory of Christmas Yule? Not a single memory, but the whole childhood experience of doing things as a child with my mother and brother, putting up decorations, making paper chains, decorating the tree, and opening presents. Of course, I didn't appreciate it the way I do now looking back. Happier times. What was your favorite gift or toy? Hard question, but the one I recall from childhood the most was a Scalectric car racing set. I recall the excitement and anticipation beforehand and the many hours of fun afterward. Kate writes... Once in high school, I wanted to hand out fun to all my friends at school. I bought like 65 packs of Silly Putty and handed them out like I was Santa. They were wrapped in everything. Just a few days ago, I had an old high school friend say that they still had that Silly Putty in a box with their high school memorabilia. It was great making everyone feel special. Kate also wrote a poem. The Reason Lights twinkle, store windows dazzle, treasures to be had, bought, owned. Love wrapped with the greatest flare. All around signs cry out, 
Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas. He is the reason for the season. What is the reason for the season? Honoring our lust for items, shiny silver symbols of unconditional love, holier-than-thou finger-pointing for Christ. Bring together your family. Hold them dear to your heart. Love, shared love to keep you warm throughout the year. The most precious treasure, the warmest fire. It is the love that radiates from person to person. Save your presents, treats, and purchases. For me on this day, I choose the love we share. Christmas thing lasts by helping the neighbor 
Somehow different, I think, for the rest of the night. No one paid for a drink, and the cynics will say that some neighborhood kid wandered in on some bums in the world where they hid, but they weren't there, so they couldn't see. By an old neon star on that night, Christmas Eve, when the snow wind was falling, neon was calling. In case you should wonder, in case you should care, why we on our own never went home. On that night of all nights, we were already there. And that was Trans-Siberian Orchestra with Old City Bar. They just came out with their long-awaited new album, Night Castle. Erica writes, Dear Grey Wolf, I'm a Lithuanian Baltic pagan, and we celebrate Solstice, Saturnalia, Yule, with the living and the dead. We celebrate a Samhain kind of holiday. We celebrate the death of Saul, and I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, sun goddess, and then her birth at sunrise. We celebrate the birth of sunrise in that she may warm the earth, Zemnia, to stir the earth, warm the seeds, and bring forth life, flora and fauna. Happy birthday, sun and earth. Julie wrote, What comes to mind for me as a favorite gift given just happened last year. Our then eight-year-old son had loved snakes for years, always wanting to stop at pet stores to hold them. He had books and DVDs and always looked for them outside. My husband and I had been learning about the best snake to start with, care for the, of the snake, and how to handle them without our son's knowledge. Christmas Eve day, while I took the kids to my in-laws, my husband went to the breeder and picked up our snake. He got her all situated before joining us at his parents' house. And the next morning, the kids opened all their presents, happy as could be. Our eight-year-old asked innocently, Is that all the presents? We told him to go into the office. My husband went in first with a the camera. Then we all followed him in. Our son didn't notice the snake at first, because her tank was where there had been an aquarium. When he turned and saw her, a look of complete and utter joy spread all over his face. He grabbed us, thanked us, and started to cry. And we did too. We had always told him someday we'll get a snake, and he couldn't believe that someday had come. John wrote, My favorite memory of Christmas will always be my great-grandfather going to the house ringing sleigh bells after I went to bed on Christmas Eve. My favorite gift ever received was my first radio at age 12 from my great-uncle Porter. And the best gift I ever gave was a share of my pork. I grow a pig every year. To a neighbor that really had a rough year and was having a hard time feeding their family, but never told anybody. 
The look in her eyes was completely worth it. Julia wrote, My favorite Yule memory is sitting up in my room at night with a blue nightlight bulb bathing the whole room in blue and hearing Silent Night on the radio. My favorite toy was a battery-operated four-prop model and passenger plane. It was the best present I ever got and beat the hell out of dolls or kitchen sets. Sandy wrote, I remember as a kid waking up Christmas morning and rushing to the tree. The sight was always magical, a stocking stuffed full, hanging on the bookcase and presents halfway out into the middle of the room. I didn't even really care what was in them or who they were for. Just the sight of the beautifully wrapped presents in the brightly lit tree was more magical than any toy. Then we'd dress and rush next door to my grandmother's house where, despite her very limited income, she always had another tree full of presents brightly wrapped and sparkling. Magical all over again. She was smart, though. She knew that we'd rip through all the presents and be done within a short time, and then be feeling that after-present letdown. You know, the one where you realize there's nothing left to open, but you wish you had just one more present. So she started a tradition. She had this old cardboard gold sleigh with a styrofoam Santa whose head barely stayed on sitting in the sleigh. She'd put a present in the sleigh for each of us, and we weren't allowed to open them until after Christmas dinner. There was usually nothing big, just simple toys or lotions or perfume as we got older, but it made the magic last all through the day. It also drove us kids crazy wanting to open that last present. That old cardboard sleigh was taped and retaped every year until it was hardly a sleigh at all and could barely stand up. One day my sister took the battered, beaten, and well-used cardboard sleigh to where she worked at the time. They took a pattern of the sleigh and made one out of steel. She painted it gold and it became the new Christmas sleigh. My grandmother passed many years ago, but the gold steel sleigh is still a tradition in my sister's house with a new Santa in it. This year we got movie gift cards and penny candy to go with the movie. And my grandmother was smiling for sure. As for my favorite toy, I'd have to say a Mrs. Beasley doll. Growing up, Family Affair was a popular TV show when the Mrs. Beasley doll came out. I had to have one. I was so excited when I opened it Christmas morning. Mrs. Beasley went with me everywhere. She was even brave enough to come to the hospital with me when I had to have my very first operation, a tonsillectomy. I held on to her as I fell asleep, and she was sitting, watching me, waiting to be back in my arms when I woke up. I had worn her threadbare with dragging her everywhere with me, so one year Santa gave me a new Mrs. Beasley, but I would have none of it. She wasn't the same. How could this new Mrs. Beasley ever replace the one that had been with me through all of my aches and pains of the past years? The new Mrs. Beasley earned a spot on my bed, but the old Mrs. Beasley still snuggled with me when I slept every night.
And that was Magic Folk, with Shaman Spirit Reindeer of Siberia. Now I think about my favorite memories of Christmas and Yule. Each year has a special memory, and sometimes it's just the little things that bring those memories back. When I was young, one Christmas was spent with friends of my parents and their kids. And I remember there not being a Christmas tree. And on Christmas Eve, all of us kids were getting ready for bed, and we heard bells from the front porch. When we went out there, there was an eight-foot tree all decorated and lit up. It was magical. And I remember each year as a kid waking up to a fully lit tree. My favorite toys, matchbox cars, Legos, my first video game system, an Atari 2600 with five games, more matchbox cars, new sleds, a full kid's drum set which strangely disappeared forever after a few weeks, a disco-lighted boombox radio, did I happen to mention matchbox cars? But I think one of the best gifts I've received over the season are memories. The ability to remember and relive the sharing, the giving, the getting, Spending the time with those I love and have loved. Friends and family here and past. The memories. 
and the ability each day to make new memories. I want to thank you to everyone who wrote and shared your memories for this podcast. The days are getting longer again, and a new year begins. It's been two years since I posted episode one of A Pagan Heart in Maine, and I had no idea if anyone would download or listen. And I know I've said this before, but I had no idea what this show would become. And it has grown and changed from episode one, and I'm sure will continue to grow and change over the coming years. This show is averaging over 4,000 downloads a month. There are listeners on every continent except the Antarctica, and that just boggles my mind. Thank you. For the new year, I wanted to share a news column written by Regina Brett of Cleveland, Ohio. To celebrate growing older, I once wrote the 45 lessons life taught me. It's the most requested column I've ever written. Number one. Life isn't fair, but it's still good. 2. When in doubt, just take the next step. 3. Life is too short to waste time hating anyone. 4. Your job won't take care of you when you are sick. Your friends and parents will. Stay in touch. 5. Pay off your credit cards every month. Six. You don't have to win every argument. Agree to disagree. Seven. Cry with somebody. It's more healing than crying alone. Eight. It's okay to get angry with God. He can take it. Nine. Save for retirement starting with your first paycheck. 10. When it comes to chocolate, resistance is futile. 11. Make peace with your past so you won't screw up the present. 12. It's okay to let your children see you cry. 13. Don't compare your life to others. You have no idea what their journey is all about. 14. If a relationship has to be a secret, you shouldn't be in it. 15. Everything can change in the blink of an eye. But don't worry. God never blinks. 16. Take a deep breath. It calms the mind. 17. Get rid of anything that isn't useful, beautiful, or joyful. 18. Whatever doesn't kill you really does make you stronger. 19. It's never too late to have a happy childhood, but the second one is up to you and no one else. 20. When it comes to going after what you love in life, Don't take no for an answer. 21. Burn the candles. Use the nice sheets. Wear the fancy lingerie. Don't save it for a special occasion. Today is special. 22. Overprepare, then go with the flow. 23. Be eccentric now. Don't wait for old age to wear purple. 24. The most important sex organ is the brain. 25. No one is in charge of your happiness but you. 26. Frame every so-called disaster with these words. In five years will this matter. 27. Always choose life. 28. Forgive everyone everything. 29. What other people think of you is none of your business. 30. 
Time heals almost everything. Give time time. 31. However good or bad a situation is, it will change. 32. Don't take yourself so seriously. No one else does. 33. Believe in miracles. 34. God loves you because of who God is, not because of anything you did or didn't do. 35. Don't audit life. Show up and make the most of it now. 36. Growing old beats the alternative, dying young. 37. Your children only get one childhood. 38. All that truly matters in the end is that you loved. 39. Get outside every day. Miracles are waiting everywhere. 40. If we all threw our problems in a pile and saw everyone else's, we'd grab ours back. 41. Envy is a waste of time. You already have all you need. 42. The best is yet to come. 43. No matter how you feel, get up, dress up, and show up. 44. Yield. And 45. Life isn't tied with a bow, but it's still a gift. And I'm going to wrap up the show, as I always do, and call this episode 29. All music used on a pagan heart is used with permission of the artists, and make sure to check them out. I have links on them on my website at www.paganheartandmain.com at the musical artist link at the top of the page. And the background music for today's show is from Diotinus, and they can be found at www.diotinus.com. Now I'm going to take January off, but I'll have a new show out during the first couple weeks of February. And to welcome the Oak King's return, I'm going to close out the show with a song from Blackmore's Night called Toast to Tomorrow. For all of you out there, Blessed Yule, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and until next year, greatest blessings. Thank you.